Hello and welcome everyone. We're here today talking about the Domain Data Science Programme, or DDS for short, which is an initiative here at SLB that focuses on taking people who have years of domain experience in whichever vertical it might be and retraining them to give them all the tools necessary to enhance their expertise through data science. So first of all, we're going to be talking to Nikhil Chowdhury, who is the Learning and Competency Manager here at SLB DNI, one of the architects behind the Domain Data Science Program. And then we're going to be talking with somebody who's been through the program. In fact, somebody who was in the first cohort of graduates from it, David Manzano. So first of all, Nikhil, thanks very much for joining us today. And could you explain a little bit about what you do in your role? Thank you, Tim. And it's great to get an opportunity to talk to you. Uh, I look after the learning and competency of our existing petrotechnical community, which is a gold standard in, in domain knowledge. And then I also look after curating learning programs for what is changing in terms of digital. The whole digital transformation of the industry, the petrotechnical ex, uh, expertise required to deliver the digital business, as well as the carbon management and sustainability business. So I, I, I look after the designing and adoption of those training programs. as well. We often hear the citation, faster, better, cheaper. What does better mean? With digital technologies, they enable us to consume more data faster, which helps us build insights. A lot of automation is done by this technology. So the petrotechnical experts actually make decisions rather than doing routine manual work. And with this, if we look at the four stages of development cycle, we can make better exploration de uh, decisions, make better field development planning, better drilling insights and drilling decisions, and ultimately all of this resulting in better production decisions from your oil coming from pore to the pipeline. And of course, with uh, all of this, because we can capture a large amount of data and process it, transform it to build insights, we can make decisions on better em emissions control as well. Balancing things out, right? And that aligns with what SLB is about, making a balanced planet. Explain some of the tangible things that digital in general, AI and machine learning can help. Great question. So I would like to take a step back and answer it in a different way first. So we need to look at the, what digital transformation is. 20 years back, it was computers. We moved from paper-based interpretation of data to computer-based interpretation. So that was a technological landscape change and everybody had to adapt to it. Similarly, EIML or data science is an enabler to make those decision-making even better with automations. Right? If you look at, say, seismic data with the large volume of data that we collect, EIML can directly build insights and our experts can take decisions based on pattern recognition that AIML can do. In drilling space with digital, we have autonomous drilling, which has a continuous feedback loop. It's learning from every well it drills to make every well better than the last. Uh, similarly, on, on production, we can keep monitoring the pump, applying AIML, those decisions at the edge itself. So you remove the latency of data transfer where a data comes from the pump to a control room and you make a decision. AIML can enable those solutions at the pump itself. So that is the power of digital, that wherever it is process-based, you can apply rules, you can take control, and you understand 
what has happened and that helps us with a lot of efficiency improvements a lot of risk reductions because you are reducing those latencies so those are some of the tangible benefits that said looking at the industry how do you think the industry is prepared so uh, there there are two approaches that companies take uh, one is creating some center of excellence of digital so looking at digital very centrally and trying to develop those digital solutions for further deployment two you train and you make everybody in your workforce competent on digital right so slb with our products with our solutions we have taken the democratization approach if you look at it with our products in delphi data science with our services with through innovation factory we are looking at empowering digital at every geography every business line everywhere the key part of this is a decision that domain is absolutely critical to enable digital as an example if i go into a little more detail ultimately data science is statistics and mathematics for understanding of probability right mm-hmm. where data science as an algorithm gives you a probability based on those probabilities somebody has to make a decision on what are my trade offs a data scientist who does not know domain sitting in a center of excellence cannot make that decision you need a subject matter expert to finally say i will sign off with this trade off mm-hmm. and that is why domain knowledge is critical right and all these digital decisions digital workflows needs to be deployed with data scientist but a subject matter experts owning the decision yeah so it brings us nicely on to what is the domain data science program great question look bringing domain and data science together is critical to make decisions faster so we thought why not train our domain experts we are not taking fresh outs from university and training them checking their motivation that if you want to embark this journey and then training them on a full 6 months intensive program on data science through classroom through exposure through live code there are multiple elements and then these petrotechnical experts convert to a domain data scientist and they are directly deployed in a data science role across various geographies where they act as translators between customers who are domain people to understand their domain problem translate into a mathematical problem that can be solved with data science so why is the program necessary and why is it necessary now yeah ultimately we need to understand our customers who are domain experts yeah so this program was necessary for last mile delivery through our innovation factories for people who understand domain and they can do data science themselves and deliver solutions so then you again remove the latency of a domain experts translating a problem giving it to data scientists data scientists developing a solution coming to domain decisions are made before you go to a customer here with a domain expert we can do it by one person yeah these domain data scientists can be the trusted advisors to tell our customers what kind of data science solutions to deploy yeah we're going to speak to a graduate of the program coming up in a few minutes time david masano he's going to describe a little bit about what the process was like for him what his aspirations are but do you just want to give a flavor from your perspective of what somebody who's going through this 6 month intensive program is going to experience and the various steps that they're going to take 
So there are various phases of this program. We start from selection. So we have some selection criteria in terms of domain knowledge and, and some pre-digital knowledge that, that people need to acquire. Then uh, through external learning providers, we provide them some classroom training where they understand the concept, but then they practice it hands-on writing code in Python rather than just theoretical understanding of data science. They go through decision science, machine learning, and deep learning in the training program. And then they do a quick two-week project, which could be anything, not necessarily related to industry, to practice on what they have learned. So once this learning program is complete, we assign them capstones. So capstones are real projects delivered by our innovation factories. Right. Because we want our domain data scientists to get exposed to the real world challenges of data science, like accessibility of data, accessibility of the subject matter experts, uh, the realities of trade controls, the, uh, you know, all of these kind of real world challenges. So we didn't want to expose them that here is your ideal set of data set, you create me an ML solution, but you actually define a problem statement. They are expected to go and talk to people on understanding that problem, translate into a mathematical problem, and then deliver those solutions. And all of this is done through proper guidance from our subject matter experts in Innovation Factory. Once they deliver this project, we validate their code, their quality of code, their technical expertise in data science, then they graduate. And after graduation, they don't go back to their previous role of a petrotechnical expert. So we're about to speak to somebody who's been through the experiment. Let's see what, uh, what they say at the end. Uh, Nikhil, thank you very much for your time today. It was really elucidating. Thank you so much, Tim. And as promised, we've got somebody here who was part of the first cohort of graduates of the DDS, David Manzano. So, David, could you please give us a brief overview of your career up to this point? Yes, I'm geophysicist by background, and I'm currently in, in, enrolled as a domain data science for the last month. Before, I, I was working as a data processor, and after that, I did six years of data interpretation or seismic interpretation. We've just spoken to Nikhil, who was who sees a vista of this from, from the training perspective. Can you tell us a bit about what your experience was like in the domain data science program? Yeah, sure. I would say from my perspective, this, this program is, is pretty new. I'm part of the first cohort. And as the first cohort, I think we initially had some curiosity about data science. So personally, my journey with data science started a little bit early than the, than the program itself. And I found that SLB put in place this amazing opportunity, which fits me perfectly on what I have in mind to progress in my career. Mm-hmm. So from my point of view, this being an extraordinary journey of learning, of discovery, and very excited. So it was consecutive months of the program. Give us a flavor of the things that you were doing week by week. Yeah. So everything started, if I remember correctly, around spring last year. And it was pictured as three different main stages. One, it was uh, to achieve certain prerequisites. 
and the consecutive um, um, st uh, actions after the program. So mm -hmm. to cover uh, the full PT 2.0, which is a combination of digitalization, Python skills, data science skills, and what are the tools SLB partner with that you can leverage the data science. And it's kind of an overview. Once you are selected to progress as a candidate for DDS, that's a different structure and training. Mm -hmm. A bootcamp of six weeks, following by three months of capstone and uh, graduation and starting with Gunnerol. What was involved in, in your capstone project? So capstones are, um, from my point of view, the culmination of a very good uh, opportunity to apply what you have learned in the previous training or in, during the bootcamp. And these are real projects for real centers um, with dedicated budget and that they're expecting to get some results in a, in a period of time. In my particular case, I, I had the opportunity to work with uh, a tech center, Montpellier Tech Center, and it was just a fantastic uh, journey. My capstone was related to uh, work with the World War Interpretation Team to propagate markers, classify markers, and it's a, it was a very, very interesting topic. It was great. It was a great experience. You go directly from the theory to the practice. Exactly. It's very nice because you certainly can see how to apply things that you learned a few weeks ago, and then you see the, the results immediately. Also, I would like to say that something really important from, from this program, besides the technical knowledge that you gain, is the networking opportunity. Getting to know people from different segments and to getting to know how they use machine learning, AI, to solve the problems, right? Because this is where you get ideas from other people. Uh, wow, I can probably use what you have been working to apply it in a different data sets. And if I have questions about something, I know somebody from the cohort has done in a particular case, and this is how we, we just connect. And this is really, really great. How are you employing the skills you learned in what you're doing now? So it's moving very fast from learning. Next month, you are in the capstone, applying things that you have learned and see the results. In my particular case, in the last month, I've been involved in a couple of projects with real clients. And I see the knowledge, all the information I was provided during the, this program, um, all the tools I've been providing, I can use them to guide the client into the right direction, to propose ideas, to tailor solutions to them. Um, and this is very important because in combination with my domain, I can make more robust and comprehensive uh, input to the client and we certainly can speak the same language. So I understand their concerns because I understand the data, but also I can provide them solutions based on the knowledge I gained during this program. Can you describe how the skills that you've picked up have changed your working methodology? Do you think of things differently? Absolutely, yes. So it's um, I visualize this uh, set of skills like if you will learn a play an instrument. So immediately you 
you speak the same language as the musicians. So at least you can try to engage in certain conversations, which before I probably wouldn't be so much into it. The skills definitely uh, right now are helping me to engage in a different level with clients and also with, with my peers. You see things in a different perspective. You know that a lot of the process that we do within the company are manual uh, or involve tedious process to do it over and over, right? Repetitious, yeah. As an interpreter, just to give you as an example, when uh, we have to create a surface for the water bottom in a seismic cube, for instance, normally we will do it uh, manually working in a grid, sparse grid, and we go smaller and smaller to refine and to make it the best possible, right? Um, This is a very exhaustive process to do it. And the time that you will spend to do that will depend of the amount of data and the amount of resources that you have available. And right now, you need to provide a solution as quick as you as possible and with a very high quality as possible. With these new technologies, you are able to short the time to elaborate this, even though you can improve the quality. So. There are many examples and many things that we can do now to automatize process. And certainly, yes, now when I face a client and client has this problem and I listened, I immediately say like, maybe this one can be solved in a certain way. We can use this tool or we can use this algorithm to do that. So yes, it changed. It reshaped the way you you think. (laughs) I would like to announce that we have a time machine. You're allowed to go back to the time before you engaged in the domain data science program and talk to yourself. What knowledge do you impart to yourself a year ago and how is that going to change what you would have done in your previous life? (laughs) Um, I will tell myself, pack an extra pair of sandals because the (laughs) bootcamp is going to be hot in Abu Dhabi. (laughs) But uh, um, definitely get hands on coding, Python. So most of the solutions um, involve a high level of coding uh, and learning the guitar. The more you practice, the better you can. Same for the the coding. Mm -hmm. So I would probably tell myself in in the past to work more on Python, go to the literature and and so on, dive more in detail. Even though they don't get me wrong, the the bootcamp cover very exhaustive that part, but wouldn't hard to know more, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there are certain levels of Legos. If you start with, for instance, buying a set of Legos to your child, you will start with Duplo, which are the big figures and um, fit for the age, Yeah, right? So I'll say if you are not very expert or not advanced in Lego, um, you will... F- by a normal set. What I mean normal set is not the Duplo, but definitely not the advancement. And then just get get creative and just build something, right? My particular case, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. So <laughs> I, uh, just for fun, just sit there and start try to replicate the Millennium Falcon, right? And I beat a very rough model, like... Uh, with a lot of imagi- imagination, you will shape the, 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 yeah. the starship, right? Mm-hmm. 
But as more as I practiced, more 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 got involved in in Lego, I I found out that uh, you have other sets of Lego that you can use to create a more comprehensive shape of the of the starship. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's an example of how you can build up the same kind of skills with data science. You start very rough, and then you start building up, 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 and you are adding, 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 adding stuff until the model that you create is is getting better and better and better. It's a lovely example and a lovely way to end the interview. David, <laughs> thank you very much. It was great speaking to you and may the force be with you. Oh, thank you so much for your time. 